Virtual learning sucks. And the POTUS plows on, regardless of the Biden and Harris rhetoric. You're listening to the WR Podcast. Let freedom ring. Simple talk on current events. With a little bit of how you would say a punk rock attitude. With your host, Will Ramos. Virtual learning, meaning almost there, not so virtuous. Having or showing high moral standards. High moral standards? We must remember, school is not a babysitter or a child care facility. Our kids go to school to learn. Underline that word, learn. Academically, but also socially and emotionally. Here are the real-life scenarios. There's a household that is noisy. You could have animals roaming around, cats, dogs, birds, etc. Siblings fighting. Even parents arguing. Maybe even domestic. One of those scenarios. Now imagine learning while all that is going on. While it's all taking place. Or how about a less fortunate family that maybe has only one computer. And that's not even a good computer, an up-to-date computer. Because of the loss of jobs that we've been having here. Or can't pay the cable bill. Or the Wi-Fi is not that great. How do you get a child to really learn from a virtual class of a lot of students? How does that happen? Where the subjects are probably easier than how it was before COVID. Now back to the scenarios. Your young child is stuck in their home all day. Can't go out like before. Can't party like before. Can't socialize like before. That is a part of a young mind development or a young mind's developmental stage. But have we forgotten about the special needs children? They have fallen behind due to the anxiety of it all or even lost interest because no real in-person stimulation. The confusion here is immense. This Labor Day weekend, as I spoke to a few people that I know and family members that are teachers and a principal, and I spoke and touched about the subject, and they didn't give me that look of confidence, but more a look of frustration. The constant changes, the constant setbacks, the constant rollbacks, the constant yeses, the constant noes. If this continues, the youth of today may fall into illiteracy. In the future, I'm just saying, look for yourself online. You have videos posted of parents and children frustrated. Even college students that first were basically in school, now online. Not the same. The checking of the emails from the schools, the getting of the books in person, but doing the work at home. And did I mention the tuition is still the same? The irony. The irony. Still charging the same. 
Let me tell you, there will be pushback on this. No one is that stupid to pay full price if your child is at home. And even more irony, you had at least a few months, five to be exact, to come up with some real plans to get this happening. Across the country, the morning ritual is changing profoundly. For 56 million K-12 students this school year, for those who return to school in the fall, fewer kids on the school bus, face masks, temperature checks at the front door, fewer kids per classroom, alternating in-class days, and spaced out cafeteria seating. I think he's able to go to school, interact, you know, have the teacher be his teacher, not his mom be his teacher. But for millions of kids and teens, the return to school this fall will be virtual. Of the 25 biggest districts in the country, 18 are opening with remote learning only, including L.A., San Diego, San Francisco, Seattle, Denver, Chicago, Houston, Atlanta, and Washington, D.C. Other school systems, including New York City, the country's largest, plan to use in-person learning or a hybrid model. Still, a quarter of New York City kids are opting for all remote learning. No one wants it to be this way. Parents, educators, and students would all love to be back in the classroom. I miss... Exactly, because what's happening here is, um, like I said in the beginning, you need that one-on-one -on -one stimulation. You need a person there near you. Even the kids are saying it. I miss school and my friends and going to different places. Part of growing but up. these are not normal times. There's a lot at stake here. There's a lot at stake for kids' educations and their social well-being, and there's a lot at stake for health. And finding that path in the middle is where communities are struggling right now. First, a fact check. Can kids contract COVID-19? The CDC says absolutely. More than 380,000 teens and kids have already contracted the virus, roughly 9% of all coronavirus cases. While most won't become seriously ill, researchers believe even asymptomatic young people can actively spread the virus to others, including teachers, parents, and the elderly. In Cherokee County, Georgia, two high schools are closed after dozens of confirmed cases, more than 1,200 students and staff quarantined district-wide. 45 minutes away, North Paulding High School remains closed with 35 positive cases after students packed the hallways, often without masks. I just feel like that's the risk some of us seniors are willing to take to have our senior year. Across the country, teachers are concerned about their own health. You're packing 300 kids, almost 300 kids into a school. How is that following the guidelines that everyone has put out? Marcy Warner is... All right, we have the guidelines. And then again, you have some teachers that do not want to work. They want the full pay. And I'm not taking a jab on them. It's just they're finding it easier to stay home, put up the computer, do a virtual teaching, and get the full pay. It's not the same. It's not the same. Even the CDC is pushing for kids to go back to school. The CDC is pushing in-person learning when possible. Among its many recommendations, no entry into a school for anyone with a temperature over 100.4. Keep small pods of teachers and students together all day. Physical barriers to minimize the transmission if somebody coughs, sneezes, or talks. In addition, continuously disinfect high-touch services like playgrounds, like doorknobs, light switches, desktops, countertops, and restrooms.
Harvard's Dr. Ashish Jha says schools will need to prioritize which kids return to school first. The best evidence is that younger kids transmit less and also the best evidence is that younger kids really need that face-to-face -face in a way that the older kids maybe needed a little less. So if I were prioritizing, I'd start with K through 5. That's good. That is very good. Even if the older teachers are scared, maybe the older teachers could do remote and the younger teachers could do live in person. There you go. That's an idea. Out about it, the 2021 school year is going to be very different. There's no way to eliminate the risk. You can reduce it quite a lot. You can reduce it for the teachers and administrators. And um, we, we've seen from other places around the world is when you do that, schools are not a source of outbreaks and it is generally a manageable risk. A manageable risk, yes. And that's what it is. We have to live with it. You cannot close down a country to kill a virus. This has been stated numerous times. But because it's political, this is what's happening now. So, moving on to politics. Come on, man. The POTUS just spoke a while ago, and he said a big main point. He did not want to create panic when one of the reporters asked him about COVID. That takes ability. True leadership calms the storm. And under a Joe Biden presidency, it would be a chaotic storm. Come on, man. A frazzled former vice president just seems tired and like it's almost a menial, a menial chore to address the American public. This is the third time Biden is running for the presidency. 47 years in the political dole. What will change in year 48? Absolutely nothing. That's what. And his running for VP mate Kamala Harris is even less likable, even less popular. And like her running mate, both have accomplished nothing. Zero. Zilch. Nada. Nothing. The only thing they will do is set back America and right now we don't need to regress. We have to keep doing what we've been doing, achieving and accomplishing, and keeping America as the leader of the free world. Let's keep it that way. The Dems don't want a pandemic relief bill. It's more like a wish list on their part for the things that will not help the American people in need right now. A political hit job trying to ruin the president, and it's not going to happen. Why wouldn't you want to help the American people? What is the setback? And here's another thing. If we have a vaccine coming up sooner than ever at warp speed, why is that such a problem? Isn't that the party of unity? Isn't that the party of bringing the people together? It seems like more a division. All the rioting, all the nonsense that's going on across the country, and they which they can stop it if they speak up, but they cannot do it because that's lost the votes and their party will turn against them. Simple as that. And then there comes a time when they say, I have something that I think can cure you, but it could really hurt you. How many cures are out there that do the cure but have tons of side effects? Almost every God-given medication out there. What kind of response is that? 
pretty much all cures, all vaccines, all kinds of medicines have side effects. Even death. They tell you all that in the commercials and all that's in the inside pamphlet of the medication. Next. We asked, what would he be doing differently? Are there specific states right now that you think should halt their reopenings and roll things back? And if so, which states? The president has had given us a false choice. He said that we have to get back to work and also deal with COVID. You can't get this country going again unless you get COVID under control. And so he has been really late in the game. And to be clear, have you been tested yet? No, I have not. False choice, Joe? False choice, really? All right, in your words, in your terminology, number one, let's get back to work. Yes, let's get back to work because it brings in money, Joe. You never worked a day in your life. Number two, yes, deal with COVID because that's what America does. We deal with things. And number three, yes, bring in the money so we can start functioning again. And number four, COVID is under control. Uh, the numbers are kind of low now, Joe. And number five, late in the game, late in the game, Joe, you have 47 years. I think that's really late. And have you been tested, Joe? Maybe you should be tested for senility. I'm sorry, that's elderly abuse. God forgive me. It just kills me to know that this guy has been in office in office all those years and now he's talking all this crap like if he could have done any better none of them could have held this guy's bucket of water instead of saying no we can't let's say yes we can <laughs> let's be constitutional everything is funny keep laughing the biggest laugh is going to be when you guys lose. Anyway, that's enough of me ranting. I'll be back tomorrow on the WR Podcast. Let freedom ring. Take it away, Sleepy Joe. I learned. I learned a lot. And I learned that. Uh, I learned a lot. Anyway, uh, Bo, uh, Bo is associated here. Anyway, the point I want to make is... Uh, I learned so much. I learned so much. Learn crap. I learned black, white, all colors, all backgrounds. What I mean, come on, man. Men, women, gay, straight, everyone deserves a shot. You know, come on, man. You know the thing. You know what I mean. You know the thing. You know what I mean. Come on, man. What I have to do is I have to continue talking about the things. Come on, man. I came down here because I. Remember the first bumper sticker I saw? I learned that uh, I got hairy legs that that, 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 that that turned blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So I was trained and then watch the hair come, come back up again. So I learned about kids jumping on my lap. I love kids jumping on my lap. Oh, uh oh, I'm in trouble, trouble. What are we nuts? Dead, dead, dead. You know, come on, man. Give me a little break here. Get a life. Taking cocaine or not? What do you think? Huh? Come on, man. Black, white, all colors, all backgrounds, what I mean. Come on, man. Men, women, gay, straight, everyone deserves a shot, you know. Come on, man. You know the thing. You know what I mean. You know the thing. You know what I mean. Come on, man. You have a problem figuring out what you're from me or Trump, and you ain't black. Come on, man. Well, Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. I can hardly wait to meet with that guy who is the stable genius. Come on, man. I am, uh... Very willing to let the public judge my physical and mental filth.
my physical as well as my mental fitness. <laughs> Come on, man. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Wealthy kids. Come on, man. I mean, come on. Take a look at the record. I know a lot of weed smoke. Come on, man. Black, white, all colors, all backgrounds. But I mean, come on, man. Men, women, gay, straight, everyone deserves a shot. You know, come on, man. You know the thing. You know what I mean? You know the thing. You know what I mean? 